Evening prayer begins on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 51 is on page 403. Have mercy upon me, O God, after thy great goodness. According to the multitude of thy mercies, do away with mine offenses. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my fault, my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and clear when thou shalt judge. Behold, I was shapen in wickedness, and in sin hath my mother conceived me. But lo, thou requirest truth in the inward parts, and shalt make me to understand wisdom secretly. Thou shalt purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Thou shalt wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Thou shalt make me hear of joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Turn thy face from my sins, and put out all my misdeeds. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. O oh, give me the comfort of thy help again, and establish me with thy free spirit. Then shall I teach thy ways unto the wicked, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. Thou that art the God of my health, and my tongue shall sing of thy righteousness. Thou shalt open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall show thy praise. For thou desirest no sacrifice, else I would give it thee, but thou delightest not in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, shalt thou not despise. O be favorable and gracious unto Zion, build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifice of righteousness, with the burnt offerings and oblations. Then shall they offer young bullocks upon thine altar. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 31st chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. Watching for riches consumeth the flesh, and the care thereof driveth away sheep, sleep. Watching care will not let a man slumber, as a sore disease breaketh sleep. The rich hath great labor in gathering riches together, and when he resteth, he is filled with his delicates. The poor laboreth in his poor estate, and when he leaveth off, he is still needy. He that loveth gold shall not be justified, and he that followeth corruption shall have enough thereof. Gold hath been the ruin of many, and their destruction was present. It is a stumbling block unto them that sacrifice unto it, and every fool shall be taken therewith. Blessed is the rich that is found without blemish, and hath not gone after gold. Who is he? And we will call him blessed, for wonderful things hath he done among his people. Who hath been tried thereby, and found perfect, then let him glory. Who might offend, and hath not offended, or done evil, and hath not done it. His goods shall be established, and the congregation shall declare his alms. If thou sit at a bountiful table, be not greedy upon it, and say not, there is much meat on it. Remember that a wicked eye is an evil thing, and what is created more wicked than an eye? Therefore it weepeth upon every occasion. Stretch not thine hand whithersoever it looketh, and trust it not with him into the dish. Judge not thy neighbor by thyself, and be discreet in every point. Eat as it becometh a man, those things which are set before thee, and devour note, lest thou be hated. Leave off first for manner's sake, and be not unsatiable, lest thou offend. When thou sittest among many, reach not thine hand out first of all. A very little is sufficient for a man well nurtured, and he fetcheth not his wind short upon his bed. Sound sleep cometh of moderate eating. He riseth early, and his wits are with him. But the pain of watching and collar and pangs of the belly are with an unsatiable man. If thou hast been forced to eat, arise, go forth, vomit, and thou shalt have rest. My son, hear me, and despise me not, and at the last thou shalt find as I told thee, and all thy works be quick, so shall there no sickness come unto thee. Whoso is liberal is of, of his meat, men shall speak well of him, and the report of his good housekeeping will be believed. But against him that is a niggard of his meat, the whole city shall murmur, and the testimonies of his niggardness shall not be doubted of. Show not thy valiantness in wine, for wine hath destroyed many. The furnace proveth the edge by dipping, so doth wine the hearts of the proud by drunkenness. Wine is as good as life to a man, if it be drunk moderately. What life is then to a man without, that is without wine? For it was made to make men glad. Wine measurably drunk and in season bringeth gladness of the heart and cheerfulness of the mind. But wine drunken with excess maketh bitterness of the mind, with brawling and quarreling. Drunkenness increaseth the rage of a fool till he offend. It diminisheth strength and maketh wounds. Rebuke not thy neighbor at the wine, and despise him not in his mirth. Give him no despiteful words, and press not upon him with urging him to drink. If thou be made the master of a feast, lift not thyself up, but be among them as one of the rest. Take diligent care for them, and so sit down. And when thou hast done all thy office, take thy place, that thou mayest be merry with them, and receive a crown for thy well-ordering of the feast. Here ends the first lesson. <laughs>
My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. They may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Here ends the second lesson. Begin on page 28. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, 
and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. Grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. Make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which thou dost promise. Make us to love that which thou dost command, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I'll start with some really good news, and that's from uh, Ecclesiasticus, verse 28, where it says, Wine drunk at the proper time and in moderation is rejoicing of heart and gladness of soul. And just before that, it has been created to make people happy. So that's good news because I think at uh, St. Matt's and St. Thomas, we have a tendency to, to actually enjoy our wine. So just thought I would start off with that. Um, what we see tonight in Psalm 51 is, is a psalm of uh, repentance, and it ties together a lot with um, David's um, attitude after his sin with Bathsheba. And um, in verse 3, it says, I know my discretions and my sin is ever before me, and against you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And so that goes along with Second Samuel in uh, chapter 11, verse 13. David said to the prophet Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And so what David understands is he sinned, and he's, it's not an excuse, it's, but he sinned against God. And I don't know if you're, I think you're aware of it, but we can be crippled by the weight of our sins, the memories of them. Um, as we pray each week, the remembrance of them is grievous unto us, and the burden of them is intolerable. And that's exactly what the enemy wants, is for us to be weighted down by our sins and ineffective as uh, people who, as Christians, and as we read um in, in the um, in the New Testament, we'll see it a little in a few minutes. Is that when we're um, living in the in the redemption and in the forgiveness of Jesus, we actually bring people, other people, to our faith. Is when we walk with God, and so like David, our prayer should be to create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me, which is verse ten and eleven. Do not cast me away from your presence. And here's one we've heard before: Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. We say that one quite a bit. And restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. So our task is to accept God's forgiveness, to forgive others, and to live in faith. 
And so we see in um, Ecclesiasticus, we see uh, uh, the idea that we shouldn't be anxious over money and wakefulness over wealth waste away one flesh. So anxiety and fear, it says anxiety drives away sleep. Anxiety and fear um, ruins our lives. Wakeful anxiety present, prevents slumber. And that's true about money, as, as they're talking about in Ecclesiasticus. But it's really true about any behavior that separates us from God. Any anxiety, anything we carry like that, eats away at us like, uh, I mean, like a bug that you can't see. But it's it's eating away the whole time, and it, and uh, it takes it steals from us the richness of life. And I I like the part uh, in Ecclesiastes Ecclesiasticus. It almost sounds like we get a message sometimes that being rich is a bad thing, but it's not. There's a good use for riches and a good way to live as a rich man. So if you're blessed with riches and you live with um, a good heart and, and use your money in good ways, then that's actually a thing. In fact, in, in Ecclesiasticus, it says, Blessed is the rich person who is found blameless and who does not go after gold. Um, so that that's just uh, some maybe a bit of uplifting because I think sometimes, especially... I don't know, sometimes in some Christian circles that, you know, if you're rich, then there must be something wrong with you. The interesting thing, though, is the Pharisees were very rich and the, and the Sadducees were rich, and they equated richness with faith. And so what Jesus is saying, that's, that's not so much true. Um, so we see in Matthew, we're continuing with instruction on behavior, in particular charity. And it says, take heed that you don't do your deeds before men, your charitable deeds. Otherwise, you will have no reward from your father. Uh, and so what that means is that actually we do a deed in the name of God, but we get our earthly reward for it. And so we're supposed to do that. I think uh, anonymous giving sometimes is a good example of that. If somebody finds out you gave uh, something special, they're, you know, oh, hey, what a great guy that guy is. And um, but that's not, you know, then that's the reward you get on earth. I don't think they can steal your reward. If you didn't, if you didn't do it on purpose and they found out, that doesn't mean you lost your reward. But. In other words, that shouldn't be your goal. And this applies to prayer, too. Jesus said, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. And I don't know if that seems like a problem to you, but I know in my background, the church I came from, or the the type of church I came from, so many times people who prayed got graded on their prayers. Like, they'd be described, oh, this guy can really pray. And um, you know, I, my, my thought about, can you really pray is, does God answer him? But the flowery speech and stuff, and they get described as good pray ors or people who can pray. So we'll have him pray for you because it sounds really good. And I think, um, as Jesus, when we remember the, the, uh, the widow or the, the tax collector said, have mercy on me, a sinner. And that was a simple prayer. And that's what was needed. So Jesus gives us a model prayer. Now we call it the Lord's prayer. But it's more of a model prayer. The Lord's Prayer was in John 14 when he, when actually Jesus prayed for us. But we call this one the Lord's Prayer, and we'll just keep calling it that. And um, think like right now, it would be a really good opportunity for us to pray pray that prayer together. And you thought I skipped over it earlier, but I did that on purpose. So um, before I do that, I think I want to mention that Jesus mentioned vain repetitions. And we have um, prayers that we repeat. That's not a vain repetition. And I think one of the ways you measure whether something's a vain repetition or not, um, I think you've heard of uh, some religions, they chant something. And um, we saw that in when Elijah was um, versing the prophets of Baal, they would chant and cut themselves. And a vain, rep rep excuse me, a vain repetitive prayer 
would be one where we're trying to change God and, and, and manipulate God. And a non-repentant prayer that wouldn't be vain would be one where we're trying to get God to change us. So, and, you know, most of our prayers is, you know, um, Lord Jesus Christ, Savior, have, have mercy on me, a sinner. If you repeat that, I don't think you're trying to change God or manipulate God. You're trying to have God change you. And that, that would be a good way to judge that. So with that, um, I'd like to continue with the Lord's Prayer on page 24, and then we'll skip to the intercession. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and as may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to, to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. Thank you, Aaliyah, for the, another wonderful job reading. And uh, guys, have a great Friday, and we'll head into a great weekend. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good Thank evening. Thank you, everyone.